If you would lead us in prayer. Hey, <clears throat> this is not my, um, my calling. That's all right. But I am so excited and anxious to be with you this evening. Please bow your heads. Gracious and Heavenly Father, we thank you for the information that will be brought forth this evening. Thank you for the ladies who, who thought it not robbery to join the call to keep us safe and with our head and mind and heart centered on you. These and all other blessings we ask in your name. Amen. 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 And who said that wasn't your calling? Okay. Um, thank you all so much for joining us. Um, I'm going to pull up a little slide because I usually start off with explaining to everyone um, what we're doing and for the purposes of those people that are on the line for the first time. So I'm going to um, try to share my screen. Okay, so tonight's topic is Mama said there'd be days like this. Okay, I need somebody to mute their phones. Are there? Okay, I can see the shark. Okay, I'm gonna be careful. I can see the shark. Okay, centralized moment. The focus is you. I'm gonna have to meet you guys. Okay, week one, we did domestic violence with a personal story by yours truly, Karen Wrightism. Week two, we did sexual harassment, statistics and facts, featuring Simone Hall. Week three, we did grieving the loss of a parent, child, or a spouse, which was presented by Reverend Dr. Cassandra Williams. And week four, we did COVID-19, women's health issues, which was presented by Valerie Nellums, RN and travel nurse. Week five, we did COVID-19, how to get through. And our panelists were Dr. Yolanda Gilbert, MD, Christina Bell, a licensed counselor, Daniel Lawkins, a licensed counselor, and Echo Takeall, the master's in social work. Week six, we did what is your purpose? And we were Spiritually led by Pastor Mary Washington Everett, a spiritual advisor, and Reverend Dr. Cassandra Williams, a pastor. Week seven, which was last week, we did Am I My Sister's Keeper, hosted by yours truly, Karen Wright Chisholm, and co-hosted by Cassandra Williams. 
Week eight. Mama said there'll be days like this. And we may have a special guest, Jerry Bennett-Taylor, who's a master basket weaver. Um, if she's not able to come on, I'll show you a quick clip of who she is and some of the things that she talks about. Uh, your host this week is Karen Wright Chisholm and co-host Cassandra Williams. So I'm gonna stop sharing here for a moment. And welcome those that are joining us for the very first time. I don't know if Jerry is on the line or if her is on the line. Um, Andrea, are you on the line? Okay. So I'm going to ask um, Cassandra, I'm gonna go back to the video, go back and share the screen. We're going to get into some of what we wanted to talk about this week. And as if she comes on the line, we will break the line and have her talk to us. So like I said, week eight, a centralized moment, the focus is you. Mama said there'd be days like this. Okay, so Mama said there'd be days like this. And I've taken the words from Esther 4, verse 14, for such a time as this. Just as God raised up Esther to act in a particular time in history for his purposes, so he has raised us up as women in our day to make an impact for his kingdom. Wherever you are, whatever your situation, God has a plan and a purpose to use each of us to do his kingdom work, especially at this particular time in our history. Today is not by accident. You are not here by happenstance and your life is not random. Each of you are a work in progress. God is at work all around you and through you. All we have to do is stop, listen, pay attention to God. We must look to God for his guidance because he is constantly busy on kingdom business. God invited our mothers as women to be a part of his work. God gave mothers the wisdom to instill in us the word of God and to instill in us that the word of God is a lamp for my feet, a light for my path, which is Psalms 119, 105. And as we reflect, back on the stories of women of the Bible, 
consider how many, how, how God may use you right where you are at this time and for his purposes. Do you want your life to make an impact? In my meditation, God laid on my spirit the importance of reminding women of today about some of the teachings and some of what mama said to prepare us for such a time as this. Have you ever had a day like this? A day when the hours were long and everyone needed or wanted something from you? A day when patience was running low and tempers were flaring high? A day when the rent was due and the money was low? A day when there was not enough food to feed your family? A day when the world just seemed to be turning upside down? A day when nothing seemed to go right? It wasn't my first, and I know it wasn't your first, and it won't be our last. It's not the children's fault either. And I am sure I'll keep having those kind of days in other ways when everyone else is long gone. Look at this, Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteous. Isaiah 41, verse 10. King James Version. So what do we do on days like this? Days when nap time can't come soon enough and then it's already over and bedtime seems like it's too far away and like you just don't have enough. Days when everyone and everything irritates you and you just don't have enough. Days when friends and families disappoint us and circumstances discourage us and we just don't have enough. Don't when you're serving needy people who don't realize they should also be thankful people and you just don't have enough. Enough, enough hands, enough ears, enough kindness, enough energy, enough minutes. Are you a hot mess? A broken soul, ruined and wrecked? Mama said there'd be days like this. Faith is knowing the truth is always true, even when it doesn't feel like it. So I'm gonna have to stop sharing on the screen for a second because I haven't figured out how to let these people in that are trying to get in.
So while I'm looking for that, Cassandra, can you just kind of talk to us for a second about some of what I've just said? Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So as Karen was talking and I was thinking, I was, you know, we're sitting here and we're thinking about um, how we feel on those days when things are not enough and how we feel when we have to come up with a solution for something that we have no clue there was ever a solution for. And I recall back and I go back to what I was taught when my grandmother and my mother would tell me different things. And what I realized is that through God and the strength, this is how we as women, I, I believe, are made whole, are made strong. We gain strength through our parents taught us, our mothers taught us um, about God and how to, how to trust in him and how... Uh, he will make a way out of no way. Y'all know the scriptures. Um, he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Um, how the Bible says that um, those of us that believe uh, and have faith, he'll see us to the end. And, and you know, our, our, our parents, our mothers, they had a way of saying things to us um, that was so funny. I'd never forget when my mom told me, just live a while. You'll see what I've been through. You, you'll wish for the day that you can handle what I can handle. Just, just live a little while and watch what your children will do and your children, children will do. And as I grew and as I lived and I was able to see that we still have uh, the same issues, just a different day. The same problems, just a different way of how they handle them. Do you remember in the 50s and the 60s when the girls got pregnant and they had to disappear out of school? Those of us that are old enough for that. Now girls come home, mom, I'm pregnant. Okay, what we're going to do? Times have changed because of the way we handle things and the way we, we're, we're embraced to handle things. And I I like to think about how God has been in that the whole time. He's been keeping us. He's been teaching us. He's been enduring with us. There's a scripture that says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, not weaken, not, not let me settle, but he strengthens me for the battle. So as women, we, are, we have something, I believe, built on the inside of us that will not let us fail. How many of you have been in situations that you, you want to go to work and you're like, oh, I, I wish I could call in sick today, but you remember that you're the only one working in your house? Mm. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Hey. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You, I, my, my husband been laid off. My children are children, and I got to do what I got to do. And we, we, as women, we go, I go back. So what mama said, you know, mama said it was going to be days like this, that I was going to have to put on my big girl panties, that I was going to have to do what is right, that I was going to have to stick it out no matter what. But baby, if you trust God and put him in it, it'll be okay. And I believe those scriptures that Karen brought to us and, and, and the words that she was bringing to us go within our souls. 
to comfort us. And, and we look back on those days when mama said we was going to have some rough times and we have something now um, that we can fall back on. Karen. Okay. So I'm not going to put the, um, the thing back up because I can't see it, but I wanted to also, um, thank Cassandra for that. And like Cassandra was saying that, you know, times are different and times have changed, but because mama told us about things like this, one of the things that mama taught us was the mercies of God. And what mama always said, remember the mercies that God gives us daily. Okay. Because we don't take days like this sitting down. Second Corinthians Chapter 1, verse 3 said, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. We don't write off a whole day as being a good day or a bad day simply because we know in Psalms 1, 18, 24, this is the day that the Lord hath made we will rejoice and be glad in it. And because God gives us new mercies each day and every day to face the rough and hard in these days, we reflect on Lamentations, third chapter, verses 22 through 23. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. And they are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Okay, Mama also taught us that, just like I said, God's mercies never come to an end. And if they never end, it means they're there every second, every minute, every hour, every day. God's mercies are with us in the morning and the whole day through. And then he's just waiting for us to take advantage of us, of it. And sometimes we may even have to fight to see them, especially those days when we find ourselves fighting things like fear, anxiety, depression, those days when the only things that pour off our tongues are complaints of things not going our way or how others have treated us. Days when we become angry or surrounded by dark thoughts and unmet expectations that weigh down our hearts and put a cloud over our minds. Remember the mercies that God gives us daily. So therefore we must fill our minds with the truth of God's word. Meditate on verses regarding thankfulness like Colossians, third chapter, verse 15 through 17. Commit to memory God's commands to be thankful. Remember God's goodness and faithfulness to you. Just as the Israelites were prone to forget all God had done for them during their time in the wilderness, so we too can forget. The discipline of remembering through writing down God's blessings or retelling them. And remember how we talked about on previous sessions about 
giving our testimonies. It has a way of stirring our gratitude in our hearts. As we ask God to put a guard over our mouth, instead of venting your frustrations from each day, look for reasons to rejoice. An attitude of gratitude is just as easily spread as a complaining spirit. Seek to be known as a spirit-filled, joyful person instead of a whiny, disgruntled one. Aim to make gratefulness your knee-jerk reaction to your circumstances. When you, the first time you hear any bad news, or uh, first time you hear something coming out that's, that's not good or bad, what is the first thing we usually, we should ask ourselves? Even though there are circumstances and things going in the world, we should ask ourselves, mama said, what can I be grateful for in this circumstance? And I will always remember um, a story about times that we've had tragedy or experiences in our life. The one thing that got us through when mama would join hands and pray and mourn, and the first thing she would do is thank God for the years we had our family members with us. So we were grateful to God even in the midst of great loss. Mama said, put your thankfulness into words. Write down five things to be grateful for as soon as you sense yourself heading down the miry path of despair. Listing God's daily blessings has been one of the most transformative things in my life. Each day I think about things that I am grateful for, whether spoken or written. An abstract idea like thankfulness becomes more concrete. Mama said, look for specific evidences of God's grace. Search your life and the lives of others around you for grace. My faith is strengthened when I see God answer prayers, whether it's prayers of my own or prayers that I pray for someone else. So when I notice the fruit of patience, when I don't cry over spilled milk, or when a long-awaited prayer request from my friend's desire to be a wife is fulfilled or to be a mother is fulfilled, and I see that God has place those mercies on their lives. And I intentionally watch God at work and it gives me much to be grateful for. Okay, Cassandra, you could chime in. Yeah, yeah, it, we, we, I, I Hear you. Okay, I don't know what happened, but I'll um, I'll I'll, I'll go on a Can little. Can you hear bit. me now? Okay, go ahead. Okay, um, like you said, grace and mercy, and every day we get a new supply. We 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 should be very grateful that what we what carried me through yesterday has nothing to do with today. He, he's giving me something brand new for today. When I wake up in the morning, I ask God, what is my plan? What do you have for me to do 
today. And I look at what I'm going through, how, how, I'm, how he's going to bless me and, and the promises that he has made to us. And as women and women of God, we, we all know what we're, we're going through. We go, we go through so much. We, we can look back and see so many things that have happened. So many uh, times that we've been sad, we've been angry, but through it all, God has allowed each and every one of you to make it to this very point. As she started out, you are not here by accident. This is a divine intervention for all of us. And, and I say intervention because in some shape or form, we all may be going through something different, but at the same time, God has the answer for it all. And I, I love the fact that we have a group of sisters to help with the load because one person can only carry so much. But when you add more and more on the team, oh man, you have a powerhouse. And that's what I think those days that we can't make it knowing that we have someone that made it through or made it over. That's why I'm not ashamed to tell my testimony because some people might not know what I've been through, but guess what? When I tell my story, it lets you know that God is of no perspective of person. What he did for Cassandra, he will do for you. So if I made it through the hood, I made it through the ghetto, I made it through this, I've made it through everything that I've come through, all the muck and the murk that I have come through, look at me now. A treasure, a vessel that God has chosen to place his word, his anointing and power on, to go forth and to bless others. But mama said there would be days like this. Don't mean that I don't have some bad days. Y'all know them days. Days you don't want, you, you know, especially them days when we as, as girlfriends, can I keep it real? When we as girlfriends kind of turn our back on each other. Y'all know, them, know the, the days when we kind of don't want to be friends with each other. But yet and still, we have an obligation to love one another. Isn't that what Christ said? To love you one another as I have loved you. So we got to remember that his love, his grace, and his mercy is intertwinable. And that will carry you through. Karen? Okay. Um, just a little more. Um, did, you get, did you get the video yet? Um, no. I, okay. I, I, okay. I don't do the video because okay. I'm hiding um, people's trying to get in. I okay. can't take it out yet. So. Okay. Okay. God's mercies are new every morning because each day only has enough mercy in it for that day. A lot of points every day's troubles. And then if you think about it, um, first says new mercies we see every day. So that day, you got your mercies coming that day. Don't, that's not expected to overflow on the next day. Because tomorrow, you're going to get some new mercies. You're going to get some new mercies. So you don't have to be balling up on the mercies on one day. Each day, God is going to give you a new mercy. So don't, don't worry about things going on and get all caught up in today tomorrow, you're going to see some new mercies. And we often tend to despair when we think that we may have to bear tomorrow's load on today's resources. Right. <laughs> but God wants us to know we won't. 
And so he, he says, today's mercies are for today's troubles. Tomorrow's mercies are for tomorrow's troubles. Okay, there's no storing up. And, and that is the way mama said that we must depend on God's mercy. You do not receive today the strength to bear tomorrow's burdens. You are given mercies today for today's Because tomorrow, the mercies will be new. God is faithful, faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. 1 Corinthians 19 verse. The more I look at God each day, the more the big and little mercies I find. The more my focus changes from wool is me, self-pity, to greatness is mercy. But we often tend to despair when we think that we may have to bear tomorrow's load onto these resources. Okay? God knows your pain. He holds your tears in his bottle. The name is engraved on the palm of his hand. So, Mama said, clothe, clothe yourself with humility toward one another. For God opposes... Somebody has to mute because I'm getting a whole lot of feedback. Clothe yourself with humility toward one another, for God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time, he may exalt you by casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. 1 Peter 5, 5-7. So, what Mama said, Talk back to yourself and take back the day. Talk back to yourself. But we might not see his mercies until we defy ourselves to lift our eyes and look. We must talk to ourselves instead of allowing ourselves to talk to us. Have you not realized that most of your unhappiness in life Okay, I just muted everybody. I don't know where that was coming from. We must talk to ourselves instead of allowing ourselves to talk to us. Have you not realized that most of your unhappiness in life is due to the fact that you are listening to yourself instead of talking to yourself? <laughs> you must say to yourself. You, you must talk to yourself. You should preach to yourself. And you sh should question yourself. Why are you so downcast? And then after you've done that, at the end of the day, take this great note. Defy yourself. And defy other people. And defy the devil and the whole world. And say with this man, I will hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Mama said there'll be days like this. And God said he'd send fresh, ripe mercies on, 
on each of these days. So sufficient for the day are the troubles thereof, and his mercies are new every morning. So Cassandra, this was that reflection that you gave. Do you, do you have it in front of you? The one from Romans? Yes. So my reflection as we went through and we talked about what mama said and, and the end result of that conversation is this. It's Romans 8, starting at verse 31. And it says, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? If God gave his son for you, what else would he not do for you? Listen at this. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Don't you know you are an elect person in God's eye? It is God that justifieth. Who is that condemneth? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? You can't be separated. Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Listen at this. As it is written, written, for thy sake, we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ our Lord. You can't, you can't get away from what he does for us. He loves us through it all. Your distress, your tribulations, your, your isms, in the things that you go through, your, your days that you feel like you're insignificant. Have you ever had those days? That you feel like, um, it's just, I'm just, who, me? He, he's not going to choose me. But let me tell you this. Every word that comes out of your mouth has power. It can build or it can destroy. I hope you choose the first. I hope you choose to use words that build. Let's look at incidents for, for, for one moment. I want you to think back to 1955. Rosa Parks sat on a bus. Her choice to sit on that bus, it had a domino effect. It caused Martin to say, we got to do something. Dr. King said, we got to do something. It was a domino effect that fell all the way down to 2005 when a black man ran for president, becomes president of the United States. So your words, your actions 
women of God, they have power. What you have on the inside of you is a jewel. It's gold. It's worth saving. It's worth protecting. It's worth building. It's worth living for. It's worth everything that you could think of that will allow you to continue to, to strive to be the great women that you are. You might not always feel great. Might not always look great. We might not always have a great day, but there is greatness within us. So I challenge each and every one of you to always re remember what mama was teaching us. Mama was teaching us that within us, through Christ, there's nothing we can't accomplish. We can do it all and we are doing it all. And every day we are strengthening one another. We're being there for one another. We're empowering one another. I would love for you to wake up in the morning and say, I decree that today is the day I get my whatever you're standing in the need of. If it's peace, if it's joy or whatever it is, because you deserve it. And as I've read to you, there's nothing you can do that God won't give it to you. If you believe in Christ Jesus, that's all you gotta do. It's believe and have the faith and everything will be all right. Karen. All right, thank you. You know, I was thinking and going through some things and some of the things I you know, found it says, our mama said, do not ever mistake God's patience for his absence. Think about that. <laughs> Don't mistake God's patience for his absence because his timing is perfect and his presence is constant. Mama says he's always with you. Can I chime in on that one, Karen? Oh, of course. <laughs> Let me also say this. His delay is not also a denial. That's right. Because sometimes you want it right now. It's just not for you. Sometimes you might feel like you need that right now, but it might not be the time for you. So his delay is not a denial. It's just not now. That's what I like to tell my daughter. I used to tell my husband, don't tell me no, just tell me not now <laughs> while you figure out how you're going to get it. <laughs> so, you know, his, his, his uh, delay is never a denial. I remember how we talked the other day, Cassandra, when something came and I said, a closed door doesn't always mean you're not, yes. it's not for you. Yes. Just because something that you want and you don't get and they close the door on you, it doesn't mean a no mm -hmm. all the time from God. It just means that that's his way of showing you that not now. It's not. not. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mama said, work, well, mama said, but this is a phrase that I got from Mary Kay. <laughs> and I quote, it says, work like it all depends on you. And pray like it all depends on him. Say it again. Work like it all depends on you and pray like it all depends on him. Not my words, y'all, Mary Kay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I used to tell my husband, 
I'm the blessing that keeps you afloat because <laughs> I stayed on my knees. I stayed before the Lord and God was never going to let me go without anything. So ladies, you are the blessing that's keeping some folks afloat. You, you got that in you. <laughs> okay. And an, another quote I found, um, it says, true faith manifests itself through our actions. That's by Francis Chan. True faith manifests itself through our actions. As mm -hmm. mama said. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Don't let your want for perfection become procrastination. Ooh, that part. Yeah. Leave bad memories behind. Start every day with a new hope and have faith for a better tomorrow. Okay. And another one was God works the night shift. Hmm. Don't spend another sleepless night trying to figure out your issues. Mama said, trust that the Lord is working it out. Mm -hmm. Karen, my grandmother used to <laughs> tell me the Bible says that God doesn't sleep nor slumber. And if he's up all night, there's no reason you should be. Let God fix it the way God wants to fix it. Since he's up anyway, he'll <laughs> handle the problem. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Okay, I had a couple of scriptures um, to motivate you. Isaiah 66 verse 2 states, God de declares, these are the ones I look on with favor. Those who are humble and contrite in spirit mm -hmm. and who tremble at my word. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why we keep coming back to this Jeremiah 29, 11. <laughs> for I know the plans I have for you, declares mm -hmm. the Lord. Plans to prosper and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Proverbs 31, 26. She opens her mouth with wisdom and the teachings of kindness is on her tongue. Mm. Matthew 28, 20. I will be with you always. Okay, so those scriptures that I had, Cassandra, while you give a little dialogue on that, I'm going to try to find this video for Ms. Jerry Bennett-Taylor while you guys are doing that. Mm -hmm. So he, um, he never leaves us nor forsake us. And I want to add to um, those scriptures that Karen was reading um, one of my favorite that I kind of go to when all else fails in my life and I'm, I'm, I'm needing God to do something for me. I go to Philippians 4. Be careful for nothing, but in everything 
by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. And then he goes on to say, and finally, and I want y'all to, 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 to kind of underline that, go back to this scripture. He says, finally, brother, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. And the God of peace shall be with you. You see, I believe that what we think, that's what we become. What we put inside of us is where we're going. That's where we're headed. So we, we have to remember, ladies, that our, our mothers and and if, you, and, and, and if you didn't grow up with your mom, hopefully you had someone to spiritually lead you and teach you, but they taught us those things to focus on. They give you those nuggets that allow you to um, grow into grace, grow into what Christ has for you and I. And we slowly go through things. We go through things, but it was never the word of God that will leave us where we, what we have been through. I want to say that again. The word of God don't leave you where you were. It will take you out into a better place, into a peace of mind. You know, a peace of mind you can't pay for. When you have a peace of mind and that, that peace that surpasses all understanding, um, sometimes you don't even know you're in that peaceful place. That's how good it is. And I, and I say that from experience being that I became a widow so young, but yet the peace of God has been able to, to allow me to be able to continue to do what God has called me to do. Because I understand that to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord for those that love him and have, have died in him. And so I go back to the word to help carry me through all of that. And that's where women of God, we have to be today. We have to remember that those powers of words that we have for each other, it's what's going to help to carry us through this time of pandemic. Um, people get messy because they're sitting in the house all day thinking about what? Nothing. But I just read to you what we should be thinking about. Things that are good. <laughs> good report. Those things that are lovely. Um, we, we should keep those things in our hearts and our minds and keep our mind on the Lord. You got it, Karen? Yeah, I have it. Okay. Okay. The video. Thank you so much, um, Cassandra. Um, I just wanted to play this little clip of um, Jerry Bennett Taylor. Uh, she's a master basket weaver. And um, I wanted to kind of like, you know, just give you some insight on how she talks about the teachings and things that she received from her grandmother and how those things incorporated and helped her to become a master basket weaver. And 
I'll just play the video and let you see. And then after that, we are going to have some interaction, let you guys, you know, talk a bit and give some of your stories. Hold on. Wait a minute. Just messed up. Okay. Share, share, share. Share screen. Jenna Taylor, and I am from Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. The way we said it back in those times was sewing basket. And that's what, um, that's what, you know, my grandmother and the, you know, the other people of our neighborhood, that's what we called it. So, you know, and, um, and I guess it is a form of sewing, you know, so that's what, that's what we have called it. The rice fanner basket. That is the basket that made our basket what it is today because that's the basket that was used. But in uh, Mount Pleasant, you know, they have been useful like bread and fruit. You know, you can never ever get two baskets that is going to come out the same way because each of them is different. And, and one of the reasons why they're so different, there is no timing, there is no measuring. So I tell people all the time that sometimes you just have to settle for what you get because, you know, you could be thinking one thing, but then sometimes it doesn't always turn out like that. But then again, this is also art. You have to be the judge of when it's done. You know, um, because there have been times when, you know, I've started working on a basket. Sometimes I don't know exactly where I want to go with the basket. So sometimes, you know, you just do what you want to do and you could stop it at any time. You know, you could add to it later if you want, you know, you could tear it down if you want, you know, it's your choice. Yeah. That actually wasn't the one I wanted, <laughs> but wait a minute. Hi friends, it's good to see you again. It's awesome. Kim. We're going to be making a wreath today for my channel, and this is Sweet Daisy Creation. So great to see you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. It is kind of like rainyish here today. We've had quite a bit of rain. Y'all know I'm I'm learning. We discovered last week that um, Karen is going to um, hey, do a new job. Did it come up? I think it's a very good skill. If there is a basket weaver among us, um, we don't take the value of um, the artwork in basket weaving. And uh, we can see that she puts a lot of work and, and love into to what she's doing. So I'd be interested to, to hear more about what she does and how she does it.
Hello, I'm Jerry Bennett-Taylor, and this is my gallery in City Market. Do you have a screen? I am a sweetgrass basket maker. I am a bulrush basket maker, and I'm also a folk artist. I learned the art of basket making from my grandmother. Karen, you got to share the screen. I'm trying. Okay. Okay, it's coming. My mother was one of Hello, I'm Jerry Bennett-Taylor, and this is my gallery in City Market. Um, I am a sweetgrass basket maker. I am a bulrush basket maker, and I'm also a folk artist. I learned the art of basket making from my grandmother, Ms. Hurling Coakley. At the time, we lived on Bluma Plantation. Uh, my mother was one of the um, people who showed the house to the plantation, and my great-grandmother was one of the caretakers of the garden. But in the early, in the late, in the early 90s, my, I started working on St. Helena's Island. With that, I learned how to do the bulrush baskets. And those baskets was made by Ms. Janie Cohen, who was the last person who was doing the bulrush baskets. The bulrush baskets are baskets that was taught at the Penn School. Penn School is a school that got started back in 1862. And from that, Miss Jenny Cohen was doing those style of baskets. So I learned it from her. Uh, in 2007, I learned how to do my folk art painting. And I've been doing those paintings because those painting reflects what we used to do and our reason for coming here in the first place. Just like in the 1600s, we came here for the cultivation of rice and we came from different parts. So that's where Gullah came from because when we came here, we spoke different languages. So we had to come up with a language in order for everybody to understand. So Gullah was it. So I am a native of those people. I later traced my roots and we're from the Nigeria area. So I often think about my artist's talents and in Nigeria, Nigeria is a real area where the art is being done. So I guess that's where I got my roots from, Nigeria. Okay, y'all. I'm sorry. We're we going to get better. But um, I just wanted to um, kind of bring that to your attention and focus um, to just like Colette said, we have a, a live um, master. She's a master basket weaver. Uh, she actually lives in Charleston, South Carolina, well, in Walterboro right now. But just to listen to her, she has several videos out there where she talks about 
um, learning the skills from her, from her grandmother and some of the things that they experienced while living on Boone Hall Plantation. And you can just imagine even talking about the Gala language and how that was taught and some of the things that they, that she learned. And I'm sure, you know, the people and her family have learned from people. It's just, it's wisdom, it's teachings, it's things that mama talked to them about and the way that they use the, the tools that they that they use to make these baskets is just amazing. I was hoping that she was gonna be able to be on with us tonight, but she's experiencing um, minor health issues. And, but she gave me permission to um, show you guys her video and talk to, talk to you guys so she can talk to you. Um, someone asked me when I sent the, <laughs> when I sent the information to someone from North Carolina, it was like, what are sweet grass baskets? But anybody on this line that don't know what a sweet grass basket is, I invite you to look up Jerry Bennett Taylor. Um, see, um, it's, it's, it's a master skill that is a lot of women in, um, women and men that live in Charleston, Mount Pleasant area, South Carolina area that actually make those baskets. And it'd be amazing if you go down to the market in the cities and hear the stories that they tell about how. Um, mama told them things, taught them things, trained them to do things. So enough of that. I'm going to um, open up the line. If anybody has any questions that they wanted to ask, um, I'm, I'm going to, um, somebody saying something? Go ahead. Somebody had a question? Okay. Um, I'm trying to look through the chat box. Somebody told me I need a, an administrator to help me coordinate all this, but that's all right. We, we, we just amateurs. We just, we just doing as a goal. <laughs> okay. And just. We're going to get better. Yeah, we're going to get better. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Someone said that all that glitters isn't gold. Mm -hmm. and we must look beyond the shine beyond the sparkle and know what is in front of you. That's right. Amen. Okay. Karen. Yes. What is about the old saying mama always told us, God would never give you more than you can bear. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I used to hear that, you know, and, and I, I still I still use that now. Mm -hmm. And and what say mama said, um he will never put any more on you than you can bear. You can That's bear. right. Okay, um, Reverend Cassandra and all our um, pastors we got on this line. Can y'all, Reverend, Reverend Conyers? You still on? <laughs> you want, I'll, I'll mute yourself. Oh, oh she's, okay. Go ahead, I'll mute yourself. Go ahead. I think... Um, one of the things that uh, I think Cassandra has um, touched on it, we really don't know what's on the inside of us until we actually get to that. And sometimes um, if we allow God, he amazes us in showing us what's on the, what's really what he has imparted in us when we get to that. 
And uh, we think that we couldn't go through it. We think that we couldn't do it, but then it's there. It's already there. So we, we just had to tap in and what's on the inside of us. And um, we can surprise ourselves sometimes. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, you know, yeah, he, he does. And, and, if, and if we were not able to do it, if he didn't think that we were able, he would not have brought us to it. That's right. Yeah. I, I saw. I agree, I agree with that. I saw Reverend Parano on there. You still on the line, Reverend Karen Reed Parano? Can you chime in for us? You just had to call me out, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. My mom used to um, tell tell me, especially that you you know you you just have to wait your turn. Yeah. And it took me a while to learn that because. I felt like if I did everything I was supposed to do, then it should happen. <laughs> but, you know, you, you have to wait on the Lord because mm -hmm. just like it's been said, um, just because you think it should happen right then, that's not the time. Mm -hmm. and, and you have to be, I had to learn patience. And don't exactly. ask God for patience because he's going <laughs> to allow some stuff to happen. <laughs> Oh, yes. And then you're going to figure out what it is to have patience. Mm -hmm. And so I had to learn that the hard way. And it should not should not be mm -hmm. that you have to learn it the hard way. Just wait your turn. It's going to happen. Because if it's for you, it's going to happen. Yeah. That's right. I, I, I agree with that. To go through a molding I agree period. with that. I got to be that. molded in, into the image of his son. Amen. 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 Mm -hmm. Karen, I, I wanted to say is, you know, we're talking about that, that strength and that inner strength. I, I didn't know what strength was until strength was my only option. That's Does right. that make sense? That's mm -hmm. right. I didn't know what all I can do until mm -hmm. all I can do was the only option I had. Right. So right. as women, we we have to realize, as they said, patience and 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 learning while you're going through the process. Right. right. Take the mm -hmm. lesson as you go through the process. Mm -hmm. If you gotta jot down notes, jot down notes right. while you go through the process because you will be revisited again. Mm -hmm. I saw strength in my mother. My mother lost her mother November two thousand five lost her baby December 2006 hmm. and I watched this woman go and I realized that going in the strength was the only thing that she had so she she pulled the resources that was already within her hmm. and, right. and that's what I want us as sisters to know you got some resources in you you haven't even tapped into tapped yet. That's right. So mm -hmm. as you go through your trials, as we go even through this pandemic and we go through these things in life that comes before us with our marriages, our children, um, our families, you know, tap into what God already has in you. The yes. answer is there. You, you have the answer within you. God has already mm -hmm. placed it in you. Just go ahead and birth it out. That's you know, great. and I think as we go through things, we need to be reminded of how strong we really are right. through the process. And yeah. and I think that um, you, we we like to think that uh, we can do it all. Sometimes we <laughs> we make mistakes, yes. But we learn from. We should learn from our mistakes 
and we should also learn from others, mm-hmm. uh, from other other people who've made mistakes. Because we try to uh, teach the children and others that, you know, you, you really don't have to go through this. If you just pay attention to what has happened to someone else before, now you should understand what it is you should do. Don't walk down that same, same path. Road. Mm-hmm. You know, but they just, they just don't want to pay attention. And sometimes we miss the mark because of the fact that we're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, somebody said one time, I heard something that said, um, if you say, all I can do is pray for them, that's a lot. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a, a lot. lot. Mm-hmm. If, if you're at that point, all you can do is pray for somebody, that's a lot. So mm-hmm. don't, don't take that as light. Um, somebody said, um, prayers of the righteous avail us much. Ah, that's right. it. That part. That part. Somebody yeah. say, if you pray about it, don't worry about it. If you are going to worry about it, then why don't pray, pray about it? And don't pray. <laughs> okay. And say one of my favorites is Galatians six and nine. Mm. Let us not become weary in doing good. Good doing. Mm-hmm. For in a proper time, we will yes. reap harvest if we do not give up. Mama That's said, me. never give up. That's right, keep it pushing. <laughs> that's why that's Take why mom mom told us to to send up our timber. Oh yeah. <laughs> send up the timber. Mm, yes, I like that one. <laughs> they trust in the Lord with oh. all thine heart and leave not unto thy own understanding. All thy ways. All thy ways acknowledge So James, that was has become my scripture to live and serve by this year. Amen. 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 Okay, someone said more so the message of how God has <laughs> each of us in his own image to bring his goodness and mercy to share through our walk of life. The beauty of the baskets appeals to the eyes that behold them, such as each and every one of us who can touch someone throughout our journeys. All right. It's all right. Isaiah 41, 10 through 13, fear not, for I am Mm. with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. And someone else say, trouble don't last always. Amen. I thank the Lord for that one. (laughs) Because joy does come in the morning. morning, Somebody said, um, to to whom much is given, much much is required. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Unless I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And Mama used to say, don't do evil for evil. That's right. That's right. That's God right. takes care of his children. Just yeah. keep on living. Yep. Amen. Live a while. Mm-hmm. And Mama used to say the battle is not ours. It is the Lord's. Trials and tribulations will come, but God will bring you through. Amen. Amen. Uh, those were some of the comments that, that were in the chat box. Um, 
I know we're a little over an hour, um, and I try not to keep you too long, but hopefully but it's good. It's good. Something out of this tonight. Um, oh, man. Yes, it was very nice, very informative. Very good. Each of you, um, we thank God for each of you. Um, and yes. those of you, um, who, who was the first person online tonight? I, I'm trying to. What you pat was somebody on there when somebody when two uh, two other people got on um, before. I think I was the second one on, wasn't I? I think it was. On. It might have been me, Karen. Anne. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Anne was on it, and I came on. Okay, so Anne, since you were the first person on the line, I know you were um, with us last week, but we did. Am I my sister's keeper? Yes. Yes. Um, and this is a book that I found on Amazon, and it's by S. Stevens. So if you text me your address, I'll put it in the mail to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so, um, Pat said she was first. Okay, I'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send you something. <laughs> okay. So, so let's um, get to the person who got on last. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, um, thank you guys for joining. You're welcome. Um, we had, I think, we had 67 people. Something yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but um, to God be the glory. I want to. God be the glory. My co-host. Um, Pastor Cassandra Williams, and um, each and every one of you for coming on this line. Um, Amen. Like I said, um, I have a couple of books that if you if you looking for some things that that keep you moving, um, pick up one of these women's devotional Bible that has um, it's a woman's devotional yeah, Bible, and then there's this one that has once a day, every day for women of faith. And mm -hmm. it has a, a nice scripture for you for 365 days of the year. Oh, okay. Uh, Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, kind of pick up some things to kind of help to, to motivate mm -hmm. you and rejuvenate you to, to get right. into the word. Um, Amen. Um, just like I said, the meditation time, the, the um, mm -hmm. praying time, the, my, my war room is when I'm walking in the wilderness. When I'm okay. walking in deep meditation and when I'm, you know, spending time with God through my walk. So um, whatever pleases you or whatever um, encourages you, um, do that and to help you to understand some of the things that mama tried to tell us that we didn't ever think that we would have to experience some of these things now. Man. And, and who would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought that... Um, that we would be going through this. But the one good thing about it is that God has spared our lives to this point. Yes, yes. And mm. we are here to be a witness to some of this. Mm -hmm. So um, we have to try to um, continue to teach our children some of the things that mama told us so that they will be able to endure some of what they will have to face when we're long long gone oh, yes. 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 Right. show that you passed on your wisdom you passed on your testimonies that yes. you just um don't hold back you know we gotta we, the only way we can teach these children 
just to give our testimonies and to talk to them about things that we have experienced and things Mm -hmm. that Mama told us that that we, you know, just like I said, we know I said that out. We never thought that we would have to be dealing with this today. But but it it, it helped to prepare us for some of the things that we're having to endure. Mm -hmm. Karen, I, um, I like to say that I I told my children that my greatest inheritance to them or my legacy to them would be my God Mm -hmm. because I've raised them. I trained them up when they was little, train up a child. That's my inheritance to you because no matter how, what job you get, how much money you make, all of those things are just vanity is poof. It'll be gone, but their walk with God. That's right. Mm. Their life with God, Mm -hmm. the God of their mother, the God of their father, the God of great, 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 great grandma, that God, that's what's going to truly enrich their lives. It's a shame to live a life rich and be unhappy. Mm -hmm. So God is what give us peace. And that's my inheritance. That's, that's my mama said to them (laughs) is the word, is the word of God to put put the God of, of who I believe in and what I, I've been through and how he's walked me through and he will walk you through. That's my inheritance to my children. Mm-hmm. Everything else is going to go away. That's right. That won't. His word will, will last forever. Mm-hmm. Peggy, you were saying something? That is so powerful because I remember being a teenager and going to the Lord and I believed him as being my mother's God. And that's how I went to him. Yes. Mm -hmm. I trust him because I had seen how he worked in my mother's life. So I went to him believing that he was my mother, my mother's God, and he was going to, I wanted him to be mine also. Yeah. Man, yeah, I watched him bring my mother through a <laughs> lot. Right. That's right. My grandmother through more. I can remember my grandmother right. praying in the house one day, mm-hmm. and and this lady came and she said, "Annie Mae, I cooked this pot of beans and um, I made some biscuits, and it's too much for us." And I thought, you know, the Lord just laid it on my heart to bring it to you. Just no more than an hour, I had heard my grandmother in there mm-hmm. crying and praying that That's she had right. to figure out what she was going to feed us for dinner mm-hmm. that night. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of God That's we it. serve. That's, That's, That's the it. one. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank you. Anyone have comments? They say, won't he do it? Won't he do it? <laughs> <laughs> I see my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> when he do it, yes. when he do it, yes, he will. That's right. Won't he? I was trying to figure out what was on your shirt. Yeah, that's good. Yes, when he do it, yes, he okay. will. I know that for a fact. Okay, he will do mm-hmm. it. Thank you so much. Um, Karen, yes, ma'am. Karen, can I share just a short sure. story? Sure. All right. Um. I was known I was known as a very fast driver, had a nice car, fully loaded. I could get wherever I needed to get to. You hear me? <laughs> and I had just left from dropping off some paperwork. And um, I was rushing home to get back to the banquet, you know, that I had just dropped off the paperwork too. My sister is still mad at me about this. And 
<laughs> so shaky head. And um, it was pouring down rain. And um, I had to slow up. I had to slow up to um, break because there were a lot of cars on the road and I had to slow up. Well, my tires weren't as good as I thought they were. And so I, I, I found out that you can um, hydroplane when your tires are bald or poor threads. And uh, uh, I tried to turn and control my car and I had to, and it locked. Well, at that moment, I had no control. You hear me? I had no control. So I held on to the safety belt and now all I said was, God, you are in control. You are in control. And I closed my eyes. Now, if anyone has been on I-95, there are big pillars that are at the base of I-95 to hold up the bypass. And I could have just rolled on over into any one of those pillars. But God had lined up cars along the way underneath that bypass. Mm. I hit every last one of those cars. No one was injured. No one was hurt. And the only scar I had on me was from that seatbelt. Jesus. We talk about a God. Mm. I got some stories to tell you. Mm. But I'm only telling you this one. Because when you call on him, and because my grandmother introduced me to my God and Savior, I knew, I knew how to call on him. Yes. And, and that, that's how I live. I live because I know that, that there is a God. And I'm no preacher, evangelist. I'm just a witness. That's right. I'm just a witness of what God can do. So mama said, or grandma said, mm. auntie said, oh, Colette, <laughs> even you said. <laughs> just trust in him. That's right. Thank you for allowing me. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. You see this book right here? Mm -hmm. It says, God is in control. Oh, yes. Wow. And, <laughs> Excellent. And, and you, you allowed this. Um, daughter Josephine Stokes Sweet told me about this book. Mm -hmm. And I ordered it. And it's on Amazon. Mm -hmm. So, you like reading, it's God is in Control, and it's by Charles Stanley. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Charles Stanley, mm -hmm. so. Yeah. <laughs> I can share with you, uh, I don't know if you heard me, I got disconnected from uh, Zoom and was able to come back on. Okay. Um, always, my mom always brought to us the Footprints in the Sand poem. And I've read it several times, but to truly understand what that poem is saying, you have to live through it. Mm -hmm. And in the last 10 years, I've had to bury my mother. I've had to bury my father. And I had to just bury my only sibling. Mm. And there's been many a day I've been trying to figure out how I've made it through this because when I look back, I really didn't understand how it was possible because didn't know that I had the strength to be able to do what I'm doing. But mm -hmm. I did learn 
God will give you the strength that you need. Mm -hmm. He will carry you through everything you think that you can't make it through. Mm -hmm. And he will put people in your life that will help you also get through it. So that message in itself, you know, I, I just never understood. Why, did, why does she keep talking about this poem? That poem has such a meaning that can just walk through life in itself. Mm. So, just Amen. one thing. Those times when you didn't see my footprints? <laughs> mm. oh. Because I was carrying you. I was carrying you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Sound like we need a night of testimony, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, ladies, coming on is the best thing I did because I actually just wanted to go lay down in the dark. But mm. this, mm. this is uplifting for me because as my family looks down on me, my job is to keep going on. Right, to live. Continue their legacy. Mm -hmm. So, thank you. This platform is truly what I needed today. Yes. 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 Amen. 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 yes. I just wanted to say, um, my mom is in the hospital and I see you. We're getting ready to bring her home on hospice. And I had to have a conference call just prior to this on Zoom with my siblings. And, you know, it's so funny because now hearing this tonight, we reflect over what mama used to say. And it's only by my faith that I can endure. It is so hard when you work in this profession and then when you have to take care of your own Mm -hmm. loved one and you see them deteriorating every day in front of your eyes and you're like but only thing you can do is pray you know that old saying someone said earlier that that when you say only thing you can do is pray for someone that is the greatest gift of all yeah. because your prayer is god you're in control you you take the will i can't do this but give me the strength to endure whatever you put in front of me you know and my mom always said that God would never leave you or forsake you. And, no. mm -hmm. and right now, with what we're going through is, you know, I'm just praying that every day and that it's another day that God has given us. And, mm -hmm. So, I needed this. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Mm -hmm. All right. And our prayers for you is that God keep you and strengthen you and your family and for you to know that the will of God for us is the best. Whatever he does is for our best. Mm -hmm. And so um, just leave it in the hands of God and, and we pray that God give you peace and help you to go through this time with your family. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I, I tell you, um, if it just wasn't for faith, and I know that God has brought me through so much, the loss of my husband, um, to be a young woman and a widow, and then lose my only son, and um, 
and I know he brought me through all that. So just keep me uplifted in prayer because I know with my faith, he'll bring me through it. Mm-hmm. It's a hard road. And only thing I can keep thinking is that he's never going to give me more than I can bear, that I can make it through right. it, no matter how mm-hmm. bad I mm-hmm. I will continue to pray for you. Uh, someone murdered my son in um, September. But thank God for his strength. And the same way he gave me strength to go through, I know he'll do it for you. And I'm going to keep you in prayer. Yes. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, yes. I'm going to keep you in your prayers. And just know that you have a band of sisters that I think some of us on different times in, in this country, you know, you have sisters that are praying for you all day, every day. Know that you are loved and we are here for you and whatever you need, you know, we might not be able to put our hands on you. But one thing I know about God, when he sent his word to do it, yes, his way, all he got to do, we ain't got to be there. We can just send a word. He'll That's just right. send the word That's and right. it will take care of whatever you're in need for. So yes. praying that that word of God will reach you expeditiously. Yes. Your comfort and to be there for you. And you're stronger than what you think. And you already know that. So God has already prepared you. You, You've already prepared. You're just moving to that. So what he's prepared you for. You know, that is so so true because I don't know where I would be if it wasn't for him. I mean, there's, it's just, like I said, my profession, you know, I do this every day. But when I have to sit there and take care of my mom and I, actually just see her deteriorating in front of me is the hardest thing. But, you know, God knows what's best. Yes, he does. Mm -hmm. Yes, he does. does. God bless you. Encourage Valerie if you need to call me. Just a phone call away. Yes. And my sister, you know, as my twin, I'll be there. <laughs> Thank you all so much. Um, Reverend Perrino, would you close us out, please? Let us bow in prayer. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity that you gave each and every one of us. Another opportunity to experience a day we never saw. We thank you, God, for all who were on this Zoom this afternoon. Even if you didn't have anything to say, we know that, God, that each and every one of them know you, and we prayerfully believe that each one of us know you for the pardoning of our sins. We thank you, God, for all who had something to say. Bless each and every heart. Bless each family that was represented on this line today. Thank you, God, for giving us a vessel through Karen Wright Chisholm to be able to worship you together in yes, spirit Lord. and in truth. Yes, Lord. Ask Bless you, Lord, that Bless if it is your will, Lord, that you mend each broken heart, Lord. Oh, yes. Lord. That you keep our minds lifted up, Lord. Yes. That Lord. you help us to continue to love one another because we are our brothers and our sisters keepers we thank you god for loving us lord 
Because the only way we know how to love is because you loved us first. We thank you, God, thank you, God. for what you've done for us, what you're doing right now, and what you're going to do. And even if you don't do another thing, Lord, you've done enough. And so we thank you, God, for this day. We thank yes. you, God, for helping us to do what you would have us to do, to be who you would have us to be, to go yes. where you would have us to go, and to say what you would have us to say. We ask God that you bless those who are sick, help them to remember that you're still in the healing business. And we thank you, God, for the opportunity once again to serve. And we ask it all in the mighty name of your son, Jesus. And we all say amen. 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 Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wonderful. So see you guys next Sunday. All right. All right. All righty. I'm going to miss you on the first one so I can get a book. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. God bless you. Good night. Good night. God's been just that. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. That's singing. That sound I heard somebody sound. That was Aunt Rena. Aunt Rena. Oh, hey. Song, okay, Karen. Keep next keep week. I'm singing that song, girl. Come on, girl. <laughs> yes, if yes, I yes. can't say a word, then I'll just wave my hand. Yes. If I can't say a word, then I'll just wave my hand. I get so full. All right. I can't explain it if I could. God's been just that good. Yeah, yeah. God's been just that good. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And it is so. Yes. Amen. Good night, ladies. Good night. Good, good job, night. Karen. And thank you. Thank y'all for coming. Thank you, Karen. All right. Thank, thank you. Bye, Pastor. Sandra. Thank you, too, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you. Karen, I was going to ask you.